Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I want to thank you for joining me as we travel along uh, the Bible today. We are reading through the Chronological Bible, uh, the New Living Translation. Um, if you guys are just now joining us on this journey, I sure do appreciate you. Uh, I hope it's going to be a blessing to you. It sure has been a blessing to me. Uh, it's a new way to, uh, for me um, to read through the Bible. So instead of going chapter by chapter, verse by verse, we're going to go chronologically through the Bible, um, how it was historically. So it's kind of, you know, I think it's been exciting. Um, it's hard to really good goods, you guys. So today we're going to be reading in March the 2nd. Um, and it's the people complain to Moses. So we're going to be in Numbers chapter 11. And um, we'll read chapters 11 and I do believe chapter 13 in chapter 12. So... Let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to scoot on over here uh, in the lot here so we can read a little bit better. So one thing um, about this, I have a little mic on, so I'm not in the studio, uh, which makes it nice. I can kind of, you know, get comfy and read. So here we go. The people complained to Moses. So soon the people began to complain about their hardship, and the Lord heard everything they said. Then the Lord's anger blazed against them, and he sent a fire to rage among them, and he destroyed some of the people in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people screamed to Moses for help, and when he prayed to the Lord, the fire stopped. After that, the area was known as Taborah, which means the place of burning, because fire from the Lord had burned among them there. Then the foreign rabble who were traveling with the Israelites began to crave the good things of Egypt, and the people of Israel also began to complain. Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. We remember the fish we used to eat for free in Egypt. We had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic we wanted. But now our appetites are gone. All we ever see is this manna. The manna looked like small coriander seeds, and it was a pale yellow like gum resin. The people would go out and gather it from the ground. Then, or I'm sorry, they made, I'm sorry, go out and gather it from the ground. They made flour by by grinding it with hand mills or pounding it in mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. These cakes tasted like pastries baked with olive oil. The manna came down on the camp with dew or with the dew during the night. And so Moses heard all the families standing in the doorways of their tents whining, and the Lord became extremely angry. Moses was also very aggravated. And Moses said to the Lord, Why are you treating me, your servant, so harshly? Have mercy on me. Why did I do what did I do to deserve the burden of all these people? Did I give birth to them? Did I bring them into the world? Why did you tell me to carry them in my arms like a mother carries a nursing baby? How can I carry them to the land you swore to give their ancestors? Where am I supposed to go? Get meat for all these people. They keep whining to me saying, give us meat to eat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. If this is how you intend to treat me, just go ahead and kill me. Do me a favor and spare me this misery. Moses chooses 70 leaders. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 through 30. Then the Lord said to Moses, Gather before me seventy men who are recognized as elders and leaders of Israel. 
Bring them to the tabernacle to stand there with you. I will come down and talk to you there. I will take some of the spirit that is upon you, and I will put the spirit upon them also. They will bear the burden of the people along with you, so you will not have to carry it alone. And say to the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow you will have meat to eat. You were whining, and the Lord heard you when you cried, Oh, for some meat, we were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat, and you will have to eat it. And it won't be for just a day or two, or for five or ten, or even twenty. You will eat it for a whole month until you gag and are sick of it. For you have rejected the Lord who is here among you, and you have whined to him, saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses responded to the Lord, There are six hundred thousand foot soldiers here with me, and yet you say, I will give them meat for a whole month? Even if we butchered all our flocks and herds, would that satisfy them? Even if we caught all the fish in the sea, would that be enough? Then the Lord said to Moses, Has my arm lost its power? Now you will see whether or not my word comes true. So Moses went out and reported the Lord's words to the people. He gathered the seventy elders and stationed them around the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to Moses. Then he gave the seventy elders the same spirit that was upon Moses. And when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied. But this never happened again. Two men, Eldad and Medad, had stayed behind in the camp. They were listed among the elders, but they had not gone out to the tabernacle. Yet the Spirit rested upon them as well. So they prophesied there in the camp. A young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' assistant since his youth, protested, Moses, my master, make them stop. But Moses replied, are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them all. Then Moses returned to the camp with the elders of Israel. The Lord sends quail. Numbers chapter 11 verses 31 to 35. Now the Lord sent a wind that brought quail from the sea and let them fall all around the camp. For miles in every direction there were quail flying about three feet above the ground. So the people went out and caught quail all that day and throughout the night and all the next day too. No one gathered less than 50 bushels. They spread the quail all around the camp to dry, but while they were gorging themselves on the meat, while it was still in their mouths, the anger of the Lord blazed against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague, so that the place was called Kibroth Hatafa, which means graves of gluttony, because there they buried the people who had craved meat from Egypt. From Kibra Hatava, the Israelites traveled to Hezeroth, where they stayed for some time. The Complaints of Miriam and Aaron. Numbers chapter 12, verses 1 through 16. While they were at Hazaroth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Cushite woman. They said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. So immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, Go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. So the three of them went to the tabernacle. Then the Lord descended in the pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. Aaron and Miriam, he called, and they stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, Now listen to what I say. If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. I would speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses. Of all my house, he is the one I trust. 
I speak to him face to face, clearly, and not in riddles. He sees the Lord as he is. So why were you not afraid to criticize my servant Moses? The Lord was very angry with him, and he departed. As a cloud moved from, the tab from above the tabernacle, there stood Miriam, her skin as white as snow from leprosy. When Aaron saw what had happened to her, he cried out to Moses, Oh, my master, please don't punish us for this sin we have so foolishly committed. Do not have let her be like a stillborn baby already decayed at birth. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Oh God, I beg you, please heal her. But the Lord said to Moses, If her father had done something more than spit in her face, wouldn't she be defiled for seven days? So keep her outside the camp for seven days, and after that she may be accepted back. So Miriam was kept outside the camp for seven days, and the people waited until she was brought back before they traveled again. Then they left Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Twelve scouts explored Canaan, Numbers chapter 13, verses 1 through 24. The Lord said to Moses, Send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I am giving to the Israelites. Send one leader from each of the twelve ancestral tribes. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He sent out twelve men, all tribal leaders of Israel, from their camp in the wilderness of Paran. Those were the tribes and the names of their leaders. So from the tribe of Reuben, the leader is Shamau, son of Zakur. From the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, son of Horor, his leader. Tribe Judah, the leader is Caleb, son of Jephunneh. Uh, tribe Issachar, leader is Egal, son of Joseph. The tribe of Ephraim, the leader is Hoshea, son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Halte, son of Rafu, is the leader. Zebulun, the tribe of Zebulun. Uh, Gediel, son of Sodi, is the leader. Manasseh, son of Joseph, the leader is Gadi, son of Sushi. Tribe of Dan, leader is Emil, son of Gamali, leader um, son of Asher, the leader is Sether, uh, son of Michael. From the I'm sorry, from the tribe of Naphtali, the leader is Nabi, son of Boshi. From the clan, or I'm sorry, from the tribe of Gad, the leader is Gul, son of Maki. These are the names of the men Moses sent out to explore the land. Moses called Hoshea, son of Nun, by the name Joshua. Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go north through the Negev into the hill country. See what the land is like. Go north, I'm sorry, see what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak, few or many. See what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do their towns have walls? Or are they unprotected like open camps? Is the soil for fertile or poor? Are there many trees? Do your best to bring back samples of the crops you see. It happened to be the season for harvesting the first ripe grapes. So they went up and explored the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob near Lebo Hamath. Going north, they passed through the Negev and arrived at Hebron, where Ahiman, Shishai, and Tamii, all descendants of Anak, lived. The ancient town of Hebron was founded seven years before the Egyptian city of Zoan. When they came to the valley of Eshkol, they, caught, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes so large it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. They also brought back samples of the pomegranates and figs. That place was called the valley of Eshkol, which means cluster, because of the cluster of grapes and the Israelite men, because of the cluster of grapes the Israelite men cut there. The scouting report. 
Numbers chapter 13, verses 25 to 33. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This was, this was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful, and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. The Amalekites live in the Negev, and the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live among the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Moses, let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we travel through and explore will devour anyone who goes to live there. All, all the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. And so, folks, whew, I hope you're enjoying the reading. Uh, as we're traveling through, the Bible is getting good. Tomorrow for the 3rd of March, the good Lord willing, we're going to read about the people rebel. Moses intercedes for the people. Of course, then the Lord punishes the Israelites, and of course, the laws concerning offerings and penalty for breaking the Sabbath, and the tassels on the clothing, which I think um, you guys are going to like that part, because I, I love that part. That's in Numbers chapter 15, verse 37, if you want to skip ahead, that kind of teaches a little bit more. So folks, I hope you're enjoying this, and um, you know, I hope it's been a blessing to you. It sure has been a blessing to me, and um, as always, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God Get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. But until then, we are to proclaim the Lord Jesus. So go out and tell somebody about Jesus today. Thank y'all so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of y'all.